anarchists, violent mobs, arsons, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. In the white room with black curtains in the station. Inside Agitator, episode I think 39. Um yeah. we're back in action. Um, shout out to everybody that messaged us after the last episode to reach out and ask us to keep doing the show and uh, tell us how much it means to them and shit. That definitely made the decision to keep it going pretty easy. So Yeah, it was pretty um, crazy looking again. at all that stuff, you know, and just being like, wow, people actually care and listen to us. Like, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. wild, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So even really though I'm just like shocked it. most of the time, you know, but yeah, we really do appreciate it. Um, and um, things have gotten worse <laughs> since last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things have definitely. Um, what do you like? I have a whole bunch of stuff we could talk about this episode. I have a bunch of clips I actually want to play. There's so much. Like, mm-hmm. where do you want to begin? R.I.P. Rush. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and just get into the lighter <laughs> parts of the things before we get real heavy. Yeah. you know. So like R.I.P. Rush. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck the, the fucking master <laughs> the master himself, the Viagra Lord. Yeah. Just is gone. Down there with the, the bad. The realest pill head to ever do it. <laughs> Just so he took so many pills he went deaf. He took <laughs> Um Yeah. And you know what's funny? Absolute piece of shit. Um spinning over the fires of hell like a rotisserie chicken. Fuck Rush Limbaugh. Um, but. <laughs> but. There were some funny aspects uh, to his. Drip. Yeah. He had drip. The gold mic. He had the gold mic. Yeah. Yep. The, go- uh, the gold <laughs> mic. Always with the fucking cigar. Like, yeah. with lung cancer. Puffing a cigar. Just like, out here. You know what? <laughs> and do not respect the man's politics, but I do respect the man's drip. Yeah. I one day hope to have a gold microphone. <laughs> And a quarter of the influence on my political party that he had on his. I mean, he really, um, for worse, was a huge voice in uh, putting the conservative movement where it's currently at. Um, I kind of love that he died just after seeing his movement really shit the bed. Yeah, that is pretty nice. One six was bad. And, like, I feel like for so long he was on a high, he won, like, they did it, and that was really, they shadowed over the whole bed, and obviously Rush and the whole gang's analysis, which is an entirely flawed, although it is pretty flawed, is that, you know, the elites collaborated and they're, they're pushing us down, but we'll fight back and we'll come back one day, and, like, yeah, nah, like, y- y'all, it, it's, a, like, <laughs> you guys really fucked up, mm. um, and I don't mean in that, like, QAnon and the crazier aspects of the conservative movement. And and Rush, it's funny, like, he probably doesn't get a whole lot of credit. Because there is this dissonance in the media where, like, Rush is respected, you know, as a broadcast journalist. But he doesn't get credit, I think, from the media for, like, really being a predecessor to QAnon and all that shit. 
Like, yeah, because they're not going to do any deep investigative research into something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, why would, why would yeah, they? They all suck yeah. at their jobs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he really was like, and, and yeah, I'm sure he had a shit eating grin for years seeing all this shit happen. And then to really see it just like really become a public enemy number one over his enemies who, I mean, the fucking laundry list. I remember as a kid. Um, I grew up on Long Island around a ton of just, you know, really Long Island racist motherfuckers. Rush Limbaugh was a, th- a character I knew in my life. That was something I was aware of Rush Limbaugh, like before I was like into politics. Yeah, wow. And, and what I, re- the earliest memory I have of him is him calling this black woman's like basketball team or like volleyball team, nappy headed hose. Man, Rush, <laughs> you got too much dip on your chip, young man. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Nappy-headed hose. And I remember that. I remember that exact phrasing. And I remember being like, what even is that? What's a nappy head? Like, as a white Long Island Does he child, even know? Like, what? Does, yeah, I don't think Rush knew. I didn't know. Does he know what a nap is? Legitimately. <laughs> does, did Rush know what a nap is? No one had a fucking clue. Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. And that's, like that's my earliest Rush memory. That's crazy because happy headed I've never, I had never really heard of Rush Limbaugh until I got to like high school, and even then it was just like my mom being like, "Oh, he's a nasty Republican," and then it being no yeah. deeper than that, you know. So, yeah. and then it's interesting, like this past like six months, how I've learned about how, all the horrible shit that he's done, you know, all the horrible shit he's like read on his broadcast, like where he just like play party music and you know read the names of aids victims and stuff like that and yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> that he had bells and horns yes and that's would, like, what it was read people who died of aids and be like oh yeah like a radio show which we put up a poll saying um asking if we should do an officer down <laughs> like that and the results were so funny literally all of you voted yes and, and the only vote for no was my co-host here, who's, who's like absolutely fucking not. We are not doing that. We are not doing an officer down saying no way. I mean, that's just that's just how I feel, man. You know, I'm just not trying to stir. Up. Yeah, yeah. No, that is like that is kind of fucked. Knocking over the pot. That's yeah. not even stirring. Yeah, the pot. that is that's that like, is knocking over a boiling pot onto somebody's feet. Yeah. yeah, the power dynamics between Rush Limbaugh and the gay community and us in the police state, wildly different. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have that those resources at all, so... No, no. Um, <laughs> I, this is funny, um, completely unrelated, but uh, Ted Cruz, it came out that he used, like, campaign funds to buy, like, 80% of the copies of his book that sold to promote his book, which is what? crazy. And I found this out. I didn't know this was a thing. Apparently, across the political spectrum, all over the place, people just do this. A lot of the famous authors are just rich kids whose parents bought, like, a bunch of copies of their books so they got on the New York Times bestseller list at the right time. How fucking crazy is that? Is that real? Like, That's I didn't even real. hear that. That's... That's a real... Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I never knew this. And, and apparently all the politicians do it because then, it, like, legitimizes your political shit. And then that explains why so much conservative literature is way more promoted and looks way more successful than leftist literature, 
Because you have the fucking Koch brothers and, like, the fucking Dead Legion ass. of Doom buying up all the copies of, like, their, fu- you know? Dude, I went to yeah. Barnes & Noble's, like, two months ago looking for, like, a copy of, like, some actual, like, theory or something like that. And I went over to, like, the political science section, and it's all, like, right-wing, <laughs> silly yeah, books. I'm saying, and I'm bro, just like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Like... <laughs> I always had that question, what the fuck is going on? And it turns out it's all astroturfed by, like, you know. That makes so much sense. People whose yeah. families escaped Germany because they were Nazis. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the people who fleed the wrong kind of way. Yeah. Um, I, that, I've also been recently reading a lot about all that, like, be, way beyond Operation Paperclip, but, like, all the crazy shit that we did with the Nazis after the war, and it's like, damn. <laughs> It's See, not good. Yeah, yeah. We'd I, have, we might have to go into an episode diving into we, that. No, because, we totally should. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything. There's, there's a lot of companies that we all know and love that... Um, and, like, there's the funny ones that you know, like IBM and Hugo Boss. But, like, there's, like, way crazier ones than that, you know? Just, um, just throw one so out. Yeah, we'll throw one out? Yeah. yeah um, but... I'm pretty sure it's, like... It was Ford or, like, Coca-Cola. It was, like, one of the ones that's, like, okay. America. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, like a big American brand. And that mm-hmm. literally was, like, harboring, like, mad motherfuckers. Allegedly. Don't say Allegedly, yeah. Coca-Cola. This is all, this is all hearsay. Allegedly. All allegedly. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, one of the ones that's, like, you know, associated with the image of America. Um, and... I, the reason I got into that is because I've been re- listening uh, to this guy. Um, it's called Ghost Stories for the End of the World. And he's going into this real in-depth analysis of, like, Operation Gladio and what the CIA did with the mafia um, to fight the communists in Italy. The CIA tried to kill the fucking Pope, by the way. Uh, it, yeah. What? Because he was like, uh, yeah, I'm being dead-ass serious. I'll... The CIA... Allegedly, 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 allegedly tried to, okay. Allegedly tried to kill Pope John Paul II because he was demanding the release of this hostage that was like you know a communist hostage that was taken by you know um, the state and there was there was all this factionalism going on in Italy but basically um, you know Catholicism's a little leftist I guess you know Jesus was a political dissident executed by the state people forget that. Um, yeah. I feel like Judas and the Black Messiah, the movie, may have reminded some people. Um, I finally watched it, by the way. Really good. I highly recommend. Tell all the libs in your life to watch that movie. I feel like that's a good starting point that mm-hmm. might be like, hmm, I should look into this stuff. Like, yeah, it's it's a good film. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but I need to get yeah, on it. I, yeah, I'd say, like, definitely just, like, tell your family to watch it tell your co-workers if they have any interest in that kind of stuff like <laughs> no yeah, they yeah. don't <laughs> oh, i can tell yeah, you right but now you're out here you're out here arguing with them all day you all might right. as well tell them to watch a movie. yeah you're right yeah they, they... yeah bro you're gonna get fired yeah i'm, I'm on the fast track really <laughs> bro i think of that 4chan image that's like i got fired at work today because apparently you know we, like, <laughs> I'm going to participate in today's political discourse, <laughs> and then like the next yeah, one no, down, like, I got fired. Like like, um, whenever I get a text from you about that shit, I'm like, oh man, please don't get fired. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, 
like, I, I do not want to be tangentially responsible for, for you losing your job. Hey, man, <laughs> it's hard sometimes. It really is. Just to, like, just to hear that and just have to be like, oh, okay, let's not say that. I got to go. Bye. Like, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, no, holding your tongue's got to be hard. And that's the thing. Like, I love the idea that conservatives are so censored. Because it's like, you can say conservative shit in public, like, like all day. You say some moderately, like, leftist shit, it feels like the 1950s sometimes, bro. It feels like, like, ooh, the comedy, like... What do you like doing? Helping people? You fucking young, (laughs) you know, like, you're just a young person. You don't know what's coming down in your life in the future. Life sucks even more 10 years from now. So, like... Yeah, you haven't been repeatedly traumatized by the system enough to become a hardened, soulless fuck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, we've been all over the place. What the fuck were we even talking about? Oh, Rush. Rush. Uh, um, I would like to play... <laughs> um, this is just a kind of a compilation of some of Rush's best moments. Let's oh say. God! You know, some of the some of the real diggers over over the past couple of years, and like I knew he was bad, and but like like I said, I kind of knew the Nappy and Ho thing, and then I knew like a couple years later, he said some really fucked up shit about Obama, and I was like really into Obama in middle school. I like re- I, like that was when he first won. I was like a big, a big time like because. And that was really crazy. Like, I was in a Catholic school where, like, they would, like, they they would openly criticize the fact that he got the Nobel Peace Prize, which, honestly, now I kind of agree with them. They're like, he wasn't even in office, no, no, no. But, like, the motherfuckers that, that taught my classes hated Barack Obama. Hated. Um, so it, it was almost rebellious to be like, I think Obama's cool. And I used to do this bit where, I'm sure I stole it from somewhere, but I'd go, why is Rush Limbaugh on at, at five to six? Uh, because that's what his audience falls asleep at night, like you know, yeah. goes to bed. You know? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Rush Limbaugh is—I uh, I really just had no clue. I knew he was like a dickhead, just fucking piece of shit. But here tonight is... is a special man, nigga, with an A on the end. No. Well, I think I can now. <laughs> Isn't that the point? Because it's not racist. That's the point. I could be talking about a male. I could be... T- I could be a male. Beloved by millions of Americans. How many of you guys, in your own experience with women, have learned that no means yes if you know how to spot it? What the... Shifting goes out the front door. Yes, I spoke a little Negro dialect there. I can do that when I uh, when I want to. G Easy be like, oh, did you say G Easy? Oh my god! <laughs> um, there is five more minutes of this. Do you, would you like to continue? Let's just do another 30 seconds. I don't think I can handle much more. Here's the greatest fighter and winner that you will 
clever me. Uh, they call it sexual objectification, demeaning, not taking women seriously, but it's just the way of the world. Boys chase girls. Who is the cute kid in the White House? No, 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 that's not the kid. That's, that's the kid. What does it say about the college co-ed Susan Fluke? who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex. What does that make her? It makes her a slut, right? Oh. Alright, I think that... Yeah, so... They get the point. And then you have liberals that are like doing these tweets like, you know... We may have disagreed, but I respect the man. And in fuck death, we're gonna. And it's like, fuck, fuck you, so this guy <laughs> literally had no respect for anybody at all. Just the worst fucking human being, <laughs> grotesque figure, just a horrific visage of hatred. Really? And you're and you're like, and you want to do like a respectful tweet? <laughs> and you know why? It's because these self-important dickheads. Want to imagine that when they die, Republicans will be like, you know, I may have disagreed with him, Chris Hayes. I may have disagreed with him, but he he was a he was a true journo. And it's like, no, they no. hate you. Yeah. These people hate you. They're gonna play bells and whistles on their show when you die. They fucking <laughs> despise. Like, we need to cut the crap. We need to cut the fucking crap. And with this, like, you know, but you gotta have respect for him. And that's what's so funny. I saw so you go on on Twitter, everyone's celebrating. Then I go on Facebook, and it's like my aunts being like, "And the left has no respect for the dead. They would piss on anyone's grave." And it's like, it like, do you know who Rush Limbaugh? Like, like, have you on. have you like, listened legitimately without like the the <laughs> like without your own biases into it? Probably not. And that's the thing. I don't feel like a lot of, like, the current conservative nutsos are, like, Rush Rush Limbaugh had an audience and a big one, but it's not, like, the mainstream kind of, I just got into these politics because I, like, got caught up in the algorithm people, like, even my aunts. Mm. It's, like, it's, like, the true blue. Like, you know what's funny? I think my grandpa kind of liked Rush Limbaugh, um, and he mm. was, like, uh, full-on, like, conservative. Um, but I feel like it was, like, people who were, like, caught up about the Obama shit, like, before, mad about the Clintons in the 90s. Like, yeah. he represents an even older vanguard of the Republican movement. And what's crazy about that is, like, these people were frothing at the mouth with this fucking vile shit decades before Trump. This this was the her- this is the herald for Donald Trump. This is rolling out the red carpet, blowing the fucking trumpet. This is... What led directly to it? You know what I'm saying. Mm. This is this is the kind of language and gross shit. And like, listen, I'm not uh, trying to say that like Rush Limbaugh is responsible for Trump, but a hundred percent, there's a connection between like that kind of broadcasting, that kind of thing being acceptable in the norm for decades, and and then for everyone to act surprised. When the Republican Party elects someone that represents and embodies that, yeah. it's crazy. Who literally that has, like, some of the shocking. same rhetoric, like... Yeah, like, it, they literally sound the same. They're, like, mm-hmm. the same fucking guy. Yeah. So how is it at all shocking if this is one of the main voices of that political movement that Trump became president? It fucking shouldn't be. And that's why it's so crazy. Oh, we gotta compromise and find common ground with these people, la, la, la. Because it's like, 
This what? Where's the common ground with that? Yeah, when have they ever said we're gonna find common ground with Democrats? They have. No, it's never, never been, been said. Years. Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, and what? Like, what's the point of like doing this bipartisanship whenever like they're gonna come in in four years and just take over the House and the Senate again and have all three branches of government and just just continue to fuck shit up and regress us more to the right and then we just go back a little bit? It's gonna be a same cycle until it gets unfeasible anymore. Mm-hmm. And these same people, the Rush Limbos of the world, his listeners, the really extreme kind of Christian patriot right, and you know QAnon right, and there's the, the you know the the full on fascists, let's say the people, the fascist sympathizers. That's a good catch all term. Mm-hmm. All the fascist sympathizers. You know, let's say we democratically get someone in there who can address these issues that we're all upset about. You know. Mm-hmm. These people that we're trying to find common ground with and in peace with, these fucking Nazi pricks, they are ready, frothing at the mouth to do a coup. And and if, and if we have a, a political, uh, you know, candidate who is threatening the establishment, the people who want to do that coup will have establishment backing. Mm. And and these are the and when we're finding a common ground, what we're really finding is peace with these fucking terrorists who, if we started to do the right thing, would try to murder us all. Like, that's really what... And, and, and so, and, and to represent it in such a disingenuous way, like the corporate media and like all the pundits do, where it's like these two equal forces, it's not. One's holding the party fucking hoss. One's like a fucking murderous, psychopath death cult that's holding politics hostage. And the other sucks. I hate the Democrats. We criticize them a bunch. But the Republican Party, holy fucking shit, these people really would murder. And and, it, and it's and it's because of the rhetoric like what fucking Rush Limbaugh's been doing. Dehumanizing, gross rhetoric, mm-hmm. talking shit about people for decades, looking down on them, laughing. And at 100%, and I'm not the first person to make this point, this is like the obvious, and there are people who have studied this and know this more than me, but it was that type of white resentment that came from... From, you know, even shit like NAFTA, where it's legitimate, but, like, there was all that shit, and he was the monster that got born out of all that shit. And, but you know what also creates that? The media constantly playing into this narrative of, oh, but the Midwest voter, the white voter, they don't even say white. What they'll say is middle America. That's the term, middle America. Yeah. And and what they mean is white. And they give that so much power and, and so much weight. What, what will middle America think means? What will the white people think? What will Rush Limbaugh's base think? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was the liberal media that didn't want to do things and didn't want to challenge whiteness as a political, you know, not whiteness as a skin color, but whiteness as a political ideology and way of acting and mm-hmm. system of control. Democrats who didn't want to challenge that gave Rush Limbaugh all the power he have and led us to Trump. And so I'm mad at the people that want to, wring their hands and not piss on his grave and I'm mad at the ones that want to pretend to piss on his grave now because they should have pissed on him while he was alive and all that shit and not given it any weight but they did and and because it suited them and it was beneficial at the time um, and it still is we still do this Mayor Pete was Mr. I'm going to appeal to middle America you know 0% fucking approval rating with black people that's what that means alright so what were you saying before? Right. What was like a little summary? All right, we're back. We're back now. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a lot. But we are back, and we are recording. 
Um, yeah, so, you know, basically not challenging whiteness, giving it power, and, you know, that's basically what allowed Rush to be such a behemoth. That's kind of what we were talking about. Yeah, but then you said something about Mayor Pete right after that. Yeah, Mayor Pete played into all that stuff. Like, that was all, like, and, and a lot of Democrat candidates do this. It's not just him. I don't want to put the blame squarely on uh, our favorite CIA agent. <laughs> but, um, oh, speaking of which, just t- tangentially, bring me back to what we were just talking about, but, um, fucking Shadow Incorporated, our favorite organization that rigged the Iowa primaries with their broken fucking app and let Mayor Pete declare victory before anything was counted and delayed the results and, you know, really started... That was the beginning of the end of the Sanders um, unprecedented fucking victory fucking just gauntlet. Um, And that, the company that owns them, um, they were smart enough to not just have Shadow Inc. do this, but the parent company is coming up with a news app that's going to combat disinformation and misinformation. And it's going to be its own news app. And it's going to be basically run by the same people that rigged the Iowa caucus. Um, which is obviously concerning. It's funded by the Democrat donor base. That's like who they're going for for funding for this. And um, obviously I think the criticism is like um, Peter Dow tried this with Verit. Um, old heads that are listening will remember Verit from after the 2016 elections, where basically, you know, to give weight to these rumors of Russian disinformation, um, and I think this literally was like during the time my account was a fucking ban, like they announced Verit, and it was going to be the, basically like Snopes or PolitiFact, but like you, there were going to be verifiable facts that you could share from it. But like basically it was run by Peter Dow, who at the time hadn't been radicalized and was entirely a Hillary Clinton staffer um, yeah. and loyalist. <clears throat> What's funny is him trying to come up with facts and do a fact-based platform ended up radicalizing him into now being like a full-on socialist yelling at the Dems, um, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, that and just relentless bullying from the left for years for doing shit like an app to verify facts um, uh, mm. because of Russian disinformation. But anyway, it's basically like a Verit. Um, and the criticism of Verit and the criticism of this is the same, where no Republican's going to go look at this or give it any fucking weight. So who's this for? It's for... The opposite, the people that already know this shit and that already believe it. So, like, it's really doing nothing. You're raising money to do nothing. It's another just way to flush $70 million without giving poor people money. Yeah. Um, which, and, and, and so it's just frustrating, um, like, incredibly. But I guess the other funny thing is, if the criticism, you know, is that no one's going to read it, you got to, like, you pick that apart. The reason is because people seek out the information that confirms what they already know. And, and you know, not everyone's like our listeners here who are, like, listening to shit that is challenging long-held beliefs. And, like, because, like, so, like, some people like us get a kick out of that. Like, it's fun to challenge long-held beliefs and things that you were told. And, like, that, that, some people get a kick out of that. Some people, that's incredibly scary and horrible. And they want to confirm the, their beliefs in the way that they leave, live. And I, I don't blame them for that. Um, and... Those people go seeking out shit like Breitbart that tells them, like, no, it's good that you followed the rules and went to church on Sunday and did all this. The reason you didn't get, um, get the reason you're not comfortable is because of Mexicans. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, it's, yeah, like, and that's an obviously way oversimplified <laughs> example of what they do prop- to propagandize people. But, um, you know, it, 
There's that. So it, it's not so, and it's trying to catch people who are already seeking out their own information to confirm their own shit and their own biases against other people and la la. So like that, it doesn't cut off any of those people. But then you start thinking, well, maybe that's not. Maybe the people that have seventy million dollars aren't that dumb, and they're really what they're really funding is a place for liberals to go to confirm their own misinformation and their own ideas about how, well, no way it was rigged. There's no smoky back rooms. Vladimir Putin is, is God of the world. Like the, and it's yeah. going to be the liberal, blue anon kind of misinformation hub presented as this is the fact. We're fact-checking, which is always the tone that you know liberal disinformation is, is presented in. Um, a great example is right now the Washington Post doing an article. Technically, these aren't cages. Exactly. These I was are, just about yeah. to say that. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> these are overflow facilities. Wait, new yeah. wait, new child in cages term just dropped. Yeah, yeah. Dead ass, bro. Yeah. Dead ass. And, uh, and I guess should we talk about – I feel like we should talk about that. How much, yeah. what, what time are we at on this episode? Uh, well, we got you that. Know, we're, we're actually just at 30 minutes. Let's save that for next episode. Wait, hold up. We got like a little bit of extra time because we got that uh, that little cutout. Remember? I uh, all right, all right. Let's let's yeah. Let's well, do let's ice. just do a little quick one, like a little quick five minute. Then maybe like a precursor right. to like the next episode. Yeah, no, because we'll definitely come back to this because this is yeah. going to be an ongoing thing with liberals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's very funny because there's now two lines of attack from the Republican right who. As always, fascists, like, aren't consistent at fucking all. Um, and there's both pictures of immigrants overflowing the country, and it's like, look what the Dems are doing. And then at the same time, Republicans are like, they're putting kids in cages too. Now, yeah. it's critical. <laughs> and it's like, pick, you got to pick one. Yeah, like, exactly. Pick a struggle. Like, they're either people in or putting people in cages. Like, please join us on fighting to get the kids out of the cages. I'm happy with that. Yes. I'll, I'll let all the others should go. But like, you gotta, you gotta pick one. We can address you, that you, shit later. We, yeah, like, after we free the children. Yes. Um. But yeah, like, but fu- holy fuck, uh, those two things are so in conflict with each other. And it's like, and I mean, there's a million examples of this, but it's just so fun. They really do just live in like la la land, bro. It's like yeah. just everything. Yeah, their whole world is in conflict with itself, and um, yeah, it's just holy fuck. But yeah, so. Uh, they announced, um, Washington Post does an article, and, and this was shockingly, um, this was a shockingly ungenerous headline from the Washington Post that says, first migrant facility for children opens under Biden. And I kind of feel like it was a purposefully kind of false, uh, statement to kind of like give liberals something to say, leftists, get leftists angry, rile them up. And then lips could be like, well, technically, like, like even the yeah. headline, there's shit that's technically not true about it. Um, and, you know, you look at the replies under it, and it's just like all these libs defending it, defending it. Um, the best was I saw a screenshot of this one woman defending it and was like, I sell these and my company builds them, so I know I, exactly what's being offered. Yeah, bro, this bitch sold shipping containers. What the fuck? Yeah, bro? Like, yeah. and they found where she worked, and she sells shipping containers. And she's talking about, oh, they're good for, like, holy, they have. So, like, yeah. I, I can't, yeah. 
It's literally the Borat sketch where he's like, can I put the human in this at the fucking container store? Exactly. Like, right. I, I, it's literally the Borat bit. Like, I, like I, I don't even know like how to... Yeah. Any, I, I, I'm going to yeah. read this tweet right here. I just literally looked under some random tweet about like kids in cages, and it said, they are not cages. People and children coming to the border need to be processed and housed before release. It's how it works. They, have, they need to have someone who could pick them up and to take them to a safe place. That's how it works. Uh, okay, <laughs> this is what's so funny. The implication that this is just a holding facility until like their parents yeah. can pick them up. Yeah, they're just there. What just... it is? No, they're being processed for deportation. And the whole argument is like, what? We're just gonna dump them on a bus stop in America? Yo, the motherfuckers. The plan is to dump them on a fucking doorstep in Tijuana from the where the most half of them are running away from fucking cartels that are trying to fucking kill them. Yes. So like. What the, these fucking people, I, I'm sorry I'm yelling, these fucking people <laughs> are so fucking, it's like, yeah. they're like the people that wear the fucking chum bucket helmets, and it's like, really? I, I don't even, it's, it's, I don't even know what the fuck, there's no analogy to make, it's, it's really fucking crazy. Yeah, and then like, at in the, in the same, like, like, you have, like, what, what is the press secretary's name? I forgot her name. Oh, uh, anyway, Sasky. Yeah, she said. Sasky. She said that the standards would of this new facility would be the same as other HHS facilities. And then, yep. like, there's an article saying thousands of migrant children were sexually abused in U.S. custody, and that is a CBS yeah, by, News article. In H so. by HHS exactly. by that one company that Biden just resigned the contract for. Mm-hmm. They also ran a fucking desert prison with tents. Where they didn't give children food and they were overheating them to death in over a hundred degree fucking weather. Like these are this is a genocidal corporation. And Biden's like, yep, we'll resign the contract. You know, we gotta find common ground. And, and yeah, it's that's just that like, bipartisanship it, right there. That, <laughs> that's that 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 is that bipartisanship, that good old bipartisanship. Mm-hmm. Um and you know what, do you want wanna just go long on this one? Uh that might be a good place to leave it and just Go back, you know? All right. There's a couple of things I want to touch on that are related to this. But just to put this to bed with the ICE thing. um, Children should not be being detained by the state. That shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Um, And if you disagree with me, I, I don't even know what the fuck to say. I don't even know what to tell you. You've lost the fucking script. It, think about where... Think. Imagine, like... And, and what's crazy is this is literally the facility where Kamala Harris... You know that famous gif where she's, like, waving and, like, holding her heart? Yeah. Like, she's really caring? Yeah. That's the facility she did that photo op at. Oh, my God. This is, a couple months ago, these same ghouls, these psychopaths that you think are your fucking friends, these ghouls were pretending, oh, kids in cages. They just reopened the same facility. Kamala Harris was out there looking over the fence, grasping her heart like she was in pain looking at the children inside. And now she just reopened the fucking facility. And for the Washington Post and liberals to be running around posting these photos of, like, socially distanced fucking classrooms that look like shit, that look horrible, and that look tormenting, that... Could you imagine being a kid and you're, like, in this fucking warehouse? Like, I can't even fuck being taught by guards with guns. Like, what, 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 like, what... I mean, what fucking fascist country are we building? And by the way, the reason Biden and the people don't want to get rid of these camps is because when shit like Texas happens on a larger scale and, and climate change really hits and parts of this country become uninhabitable, they plan on building a wall around wherever the fuck they're at. 
and you're going to be the refugee with nowhere to go. And if you try to cross over, you're, it's going to be your kids in a fucking camp. And, and this does not end with fucking immigrants. This does not. Mm. You're going to be the immigrant next. It you're going to be the refugee. Yeah, it goes up the line. Yeah, and that's why they're normalizing this shit. So that so, so just getting ready for what's coming. Um, and and we got we got to rapidly fucking change course and not let these hand wringing fucking liberals get in the way. Um, and and that's a good place to leave it. Yep. Inside Agitator right, episode. Talk to you guys next week. Thirty nine. See y'all. All right. Peace.